Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. This is episode 261 of your favorite short-term, long-term, medium-term podcast (laughs) in the world. Coming at you from Fort Worth, Texas. Micah couldn't join us today, but we're going to have a great show because we have a special guest, uh, Mrs. Ashley Ching. I already messed up. Mrs. Ashley Ching is joining us today. And who's Ashley, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. Ashley is the founder and CEO of InHaven, a professional home furnishings and consumables procurement, say that five times real fast, solution for the vacation rental industry, saving property managers and hosts significant time and money. I like those things. Uh, Ashley has spent her career sourcing products, leading operations, and establishing brand standards for Fortune 500 companies. Prior to founding InHaven, she was a chief merchandising officer at the company store, a Home Depot company, and head of global merchandising operations at Tiffany and Company. Wow. Uh, she lives in New York with her husband and four young children and a dog named Chase. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Thanks, Stephen. So nice to be here. <sighs> yeah. Thanks nice. for that long interu- introduction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't think it was so long when I was like, I said it, but you have some big words in there and that kind of tied me up a little. <laughs> But we powered through like we do on this show. Um, yeah. yeah. So how did you get started in the in the whole short term rental industry? I know I, we'll, we'll go back to where you started in these in these big companies. But what, what drew you to the short term rental industry? Sure. I am an avid guest. Um, I have four really young kids, as you mentioned. So my oldest is nine. My youngest is two. And when we travel, we no longer stay in vacation rentals. We stay in, uh, sorry, we no longer stay in hotels, I should say. We only stay in vacation rentals. We need a kitchen. We need um, multiple bedrooms. And so, you know, I've come become very familiar with, with sites like Airbnb and Verbo and Booking.com to book vacation rentals when we travel. And we will book what we think is the perfect location. Pictures look amazing. But more often than not, we show up to terrible sheets, missing pots and pans. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, I've been in procurement, merchandising, sourcing for basically my entire career. And so I'm naturally curious, you know, for for these vacation rental owners and property managers, how do you procure for these homes? You know, why is it so difficult? And so I spoke to dozens and dozens of them and overwhelmingly their response was, it's a nightmare. There's no standards. I have no idea what I'm buying. I am not a home furnishing, especially hospitality grade home furnishing expert. And so this really piqued my interest, given my background um, with the Home Depot, um, given my you know extensive career in e-commerce. Uh, you know, I, I thought, well, I can do something about this, and you know, I want to make their lives easier. I want to create simple, simple procurement solutions for them, and also improve that guest experience. So, you know, whether you're staying in a beach rental in, you know, Maine to a Colorado Rocky excursion, uh, you know that as a guest, you're going to show up to a great sleep experience uh fully stocked kitchen fully stocked bathroom no no so that's how it all started that that is that is cool that's a lot to un- unpack mm-hmm. there um <laughs> i want to go ahead because i ask dumb questions on the show because you know that's what i do but yep. um the word procurement uh, please explain what that's great means. it's really just how do you buy 
Okay. How do you shop? How do you find things? <laughs> yep. It's a great, um, a yeah. And I, didn't, I didn't know much about it, you know, before I got into the industry or into the, you know, whole sourcing procurement world. So yeah. And, you know, it's funny, this, this industry is, you know, some people will say, oh, you know, it's such a cottage industry, but it's actually a massive industry, you know, $160 billion industry worldwide. And, um, you know, it's amazing to me how people still source things from Walmart, Amazon. And I think about other large industries like restaurant industries or, um, you know, they don't go to when they run out of hamburger buns to the nearest Kroger or Albertsons, you know, they have professional procurement solutions. And that is what Inhaven is. It's a professional procurement solution um, with a curated assortment of hospitality grade goods. So you don't need to question whether you're buying something that's going to withstand the wear and tear of your guests, but also give your guests a great experience. You know, you know, when you mentioned um, hotels, so they, they, they have a great procurement process, I reckon, <laughs> if I could yep, say that. And, 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 and here's the thing. And I, when my family started growing, same thing, just uh, we could Airbnbs or, or, or short term mm -hmm. rentals or VRBOs, whatever, because, you know, we have a, you know, big family and they need a lot of space and they need, we need a kitchen because, you know, feeding them is expensive. Uh, so, so anything sure. that can help. Right. And amenities are great too. Um, so hotel cram on us all in a hotel room that wasn't an option anymore. But every now and then, like me and the wife will go somewhere and we'll stay at a hotel room. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is okay. The bed is like perfectly made and crisp and the sheets are nice and everything is just I was like, why can't yeah, short term the short term rental industry can't why can't Airbnbs be like this? That's what I've always wondered. It, it would be awesome to have that, but um, I guess that's what you're providing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I love the idea of, of vacation rentals, um, you know, being very unique. I don't want to ever turn the vacation rental industry into the hotel industry, right? You can travel to a Hyatt hotel in Tokyo, Japan, or Cincinnati, Ohio, and you basically get the same room, <laughs> right? It all feels the same, which is not the way that I like to travel. But what I do want to provide is that consistent experience of when you arrive into in this, you know, amazing vacation rental experience, whether it you know looks like a cabin or a beach house, whatever the vibe is that host is you know is making through that through their expression of what that local feel should look like, the bed should feel great, the kitchen supplies should be fully stocked, and the bathroom should be fully stocked as well. And those are just utilitarian, you know, and that's where I'm looking to provide more consistency to really improve the foundation of those stays. Nice, nice. And something that automatically jumps out, and I, I don't mean to bring up a competitor if it is a competitor yep. but um i know uh, i've heard of host gpo sure and, and they and their their thing is they provide you know quality products that are affordable to short-term rental hosts mm -hmm. or whatever is mm -hmm. that kind of like similar to what you're doing yeah i mean we do offer we have a very different experience um so we it's all curated on our site so you don't have to go to off the site to search for items so everything's been curated and we've done taken that really a time savings, um, giving you back the time of searching through what's going to work on all these other um, manufacturer sites. The other thing that makes us different is that we're going direct to the manufacturer. So those people that produce the sheets and the towels for West Elm, um, you'll find on Inhaven, we're going direct to the manufacturer. So really cutting out that retailer cost and you're getting significant savings by doing that. Um, and then, you know, we are and I can't speak for HostGP or any of the other people, but we are a team of merchants. Um, our team has over 100 years of sourcing experience. So we really know what goes into the quality of those sheets, the quality of the amenities, the kitchenware. And so 
we're using our expertise to then curate that assortment for hospitality use in the site. So really it's a trusted place where you're gonna find products. You don't need to go on, go on Amazon or Wayfair and do the search and filter and you still get 50,000 results and you're reading through all the reviews, which is so time consuming. We really are serving up those best products for your rentals. And we do encourage everyone to shop our checklists, which is organized by um, good, better, best pricing, what we call basic, um, sorry, budget, basic, mid and lux. And so regardless of your budget, you can find something that's affordable and makes sense for the type of property and type of experience that you want to offer your guests. Mm. I love checklists. And, and here's the thing, because like, so with our business, you know, we manage over 60 properties at the moment, right? Awesome. And, yeah. And we, and we have some of our own mixed in there. It's 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 a mix. But um, I've been trying to automate things in a way as far as onboarding a new client, right, to, that we're going to manage for. And one thing I was sitting down, racking my brain. I thought, oh, this would be easy. I just make a little checklist of everything an Airbnb needs or a short-term rental needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me like right. three three days, right? And, I, you know, not like I'm doing it like, you know, 24, 24 hours a day. But every time I'd sit down, I'd be like, oh, it needs this. It needs this. It needs this. So I, I love the fact that you go to your site and you have a checklist of everything that you're going to need. Yeah. And what we'll do is for larger clients like you, we'll create a page specifically for you. So if you're a property manager and let's say that you have a mix of you're purchasing for your homeowners and and in some cases, the homeowners may want to purchase products for themselves, you know, that you can point them to a specific page that has been built for your properties that meet your standards. And it gives your own homeowners also, you know, a jumping off point to say, okay, this is what Steven expects in his homes to maintain his brand standards. So um, we work really closely with our enterprise level accounts um, to really improve the purchasing experience, not only for themselves, but for their owners as well. Nice. Nice. I need to get mm-hmm. with you after the show. I don't want to turn this into, <laughs> yes, to, please to an do. Inf- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try not to turn it to an infomercial too much, but just yeah. trying to get the information on your company because it sounds pretty interesting. And yep. it's just, so it's just, uh, I, I, so what all do y'all do? I mean, you don't do furniture, right? Or do y'all do furniture? We do. We have furniture. We have home decor. We have outdoor. Um, but we are obsessed with the bed, the bath, and the kitchen um, and the cleaning supplies. So really creating the foundations to stay. And that's really where our expertise lies. You know, again, as I mentioned earlier, we want the homes to feel unique. We don't want to standardize the the furnishings, the home decor, but we do feel there is a need to really standardize that sleep experience, the bath and the kitchen. And so that's where we really put a, a lot of our time and effort. And that's where all of our, many of our supplier relationships um, are with those types of suppliers as well. Okay. So, and and now the ultimate question, Yep. Um, mini soaps or no mini soaps mm. <laughs> or mini shampoos? Well, we, ha- we have both, um, but we do see more and more, hosts and property managers moving towards refillables. Um, so we have a lot of great refillable solutions where you can do wall-mounted dispensers that you don't even have to drill in. You can use liquid nails um, to apply them on the wall. And then, you know, they can easily be re- refillable. So we do see more and more people doing this. You know, Cal- California and a couple of other states have banned those small tra- travel size. Oh. Um, yeah, they ban them uh, from even from short-term rental use. So um you know, more and more we see people going to the refillable options and, and guests are getting more and more used to it because they're going to hotels as well. And most of the hotels I've stayed in the last year have gone to the um, dispenser systems in the showers just because of the some of the regulations that are taking place in various states. Mm. So, 
yeah, I always thought those little things were cool. But <laughs> but then yeah. then you're like day two, you're like, oh my god, how much should I put? Because I'm I, out. I don't want to run out. <laughs> well, it's funny because you know with vacation rentals, it's longer stays, and even you know we have the. 12 ounce bottles on our, on our site. And those only last about eight to 10 days, depending on the, you know, the number of people using them. So yeah, those small bottles really only last a day or two before they're out, but it is a nice starter kit. You know, if you want your guests to then go out and buy their own amenities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know, that, uh, uh, what's his name? John Galifianakis, you know, the comedian. I've heard, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen of his course, show yeah, between, yeah. between two ferns. Yes. Okay, so I'm looking at you right now. You got these two um, funky yeah, looking lamps. So you, I know. You, you should make a show called Between Two Between Lamps. Two... <laughs> that would be your show. Yeah, I need to look at YouTube and watch and watch what I'm talking about, y'all. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen lamps like that. Where those are those from your Thanks. site? Those are not from my site, but okay. yes. Um, I'll tell you after the show some other analogies people have made with these lamps that <laughs> <laughs> are not appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> So, so yeah. Well, you don't know the podcast. It might be very appropriate for our crazy yeah, exactly. off the wall. We haven't yeah. dropped any f bombs yet, but yeah, it's still yeah. young. It's still early. Um, so what exactly did you do for the Home Depot uh, when you were there? Sure. So they have a a bunch of private label brands, and one of them's the company store, which sells you know sheets, towels, home decor as well. Um, and I ran merchandising there, so I was responsible for sourcing all of the products. Um, at the company store, I also ran the e-commerce site as well. So um, that was a really cool experience. And a lot of the suppliers that we have today um, came from some of my relationships there. And fortunately, I worked at the Home Depot pre-COVID and was able to travel and see their, you know, manufacturing facilities in India and China and, and just, you know, far away places that obviously we haven't been able to get to. Um, you know, I guess now people are opening up a little bit more. But um, yeah, so we have an amazing supplier base. Um, and some of that's from my my days at the Home Depot. Oh, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they have some good they have some good stuff there. You know, and, great. It's a great company. Yeah. yeah, I like them more better than Lowe's for some reason. But uh, <laughs> we always go to the Home Depot for everything we need. And and um and sometimes you go there multiple times a day if you're trying to fix something. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> how many stores and how many people shop at the Home Depot. I think most of the U.S. population shops at least a couple times a year. Yeah, they yeah. have an incredible consumer. Yeah, it, it, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so like, why 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 are sheets and towels and stuff like that so important? And what, and what kind of quality do you do you really need in your short term rental? Well, they're very important. Um, and actually, sadly, my so I have a really good friend who celebrated her fiftieth birthday over the weekend, and she called me this morning. She was in the Poconos, and she said, and she had planned this trip for months and saved up a lot of money. Um, had her whole family to the Poconos. So her parents, aunts and uncles, kids, you know, they all did a weekend there. And she said, Ashley, it sucked. Oh no. The home was beautiful. The beds were so bad. We, we didn't sleep a wink. And so that is, you know, and you look at, I look at pictures on the Verbo listing and it's a beautiful home. Right. And, but you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. This home has really crappy, you know, sleep experiences and they've gotten somewhat good reviews, right? I think some people are, are scared to speak up just given the way the review system works. Mm. Um, but that is why, you know, it's really important to, to care about the foundations of this day because it can make or break a guest experience. And now when she thinks back to her 50th birthday, she's going to think back to the shitty, <laughs> you know, night experience, sorry for swearing, no, that's, uh, sleep experience, but you know, and not think about her 50th birthday. And, and when she called today, 
we all have stories like that, right? And this is why I started in Haven. This is why we exist. So it's super important. And there are great sheets and towels and amenities at every single price point. And there are hospitality grade versions where you have the special hem stitch, you know, thread that help with the with the housekeeping teams and the turns to make it go faster because they know that the green uh, hem stitch sheet goes to the queen bed versus the pink to the king. Um, you know, there's just a lot of things that that you know, a lot of products that we have that that help with those turns and help with the overall guest experience. So, I think that. The sleeping, eating, and bathing is the most, you know, those foundations need to be in place before guests can um, enjoy all the gathering experiences and everything else that you work so hard to, <laughs> um, you know, make your home unique and special. That is true. Um, speaking mm -hmm. of the type of bed, I mean, what do you suggest? Because I, I guess at our places, uh, our friend Sarah, you know, Sarah Glidewell from the Carwell, shout out to Sarah. She she got us started in this whole um uh, you know, designing Airbnbs for us and getting everything for us. She was great. You know, she was doing it. Now she's, you know, uh, doing bigger things. But uh, she she told us to use these medium firm memory foam beds and like the uh, Zenus green tea, whatever they're called. But yeah, they seem pretty good. I don't know. We don't get a lot of complaints sometimes, sometimes, but not not mostly. So we don't put pillow tops. We use those. Are those pretty good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're great. And I think it's, you know, a lot of questions I get are like all foam versus hybrid where you have some coils built into those bed in the box. So it's really a preference, you know, sleeping is so um, subjective, but those brands that you mentioned create awesome mattresses. Um, and I think it's, it's important that you sleep in your own homes, you know, your rentals as well and experience it um, as a guest, you know, with pillows, I always recommend that you put two sets of pillows on every bed. So let's say you have a queen size bed, you have two queen medium um, firmness pillows and then too firm. So you're really giving your guests, you know, the type of sleep experience that they're looking for. And you see a lot of hotels doing that as well, where they have the different options for the guests, since it is so subjective. Pillows are crucial. Yeah. Yep. Big time. I didn't think about that. So two, you do two medium firm ones and two, and then two firm, uh, but never soft. You never do soft. No, no. <laughs> even the medium, the medium, the medium can like really, you know, be quite soft for some people. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, some something as small as a pillow can really make a huge difference. Yeah, right. I never and you can and you can advertise it, like you know, personalize your sleep experience with different pillow options. I think it can go in your listing. It could go in a little note next to the bedside table. You know, so I just it's those little um, the, they're really thoughtful, and I think guests really appreciate you know that type of uh, thoughtfulness in the home. Yeah, because if you have mm -hmm. the wrong pillow, you wake up with a crick in your neck. Right? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. And obviously, yeah. and I will, I say it on the show all the time, hell no to canopy beds, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever used them a year, uh, you know, at, on your side or at any of the places. But yeah, the, you know, people are on vacation. Those things get to moving and all the screws start getting moved. It's, <laughs> yes. it's just a nightmare. Yeah. So no, no canopy beds. We don't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what other, what other like, um, I guess small things that would seem smaller, minor at, at a short term rental make like a huge difference. Yeah, I think um, chargers so so th throughout the uh, properties make a huge difference. So chargers, you know, we sell lamps with charging stations built into the lamp, the USB. Um, same within the kitchen. So I just think uh, those make a huge difference. Um, makeup towels. 
I think are very thoughtful um, from a guest and a host perspective. They really help do preserve your, your towels, but I think the guests appreciate them as well or, or makeup wipe. Um, and then I just think, you know, uh, making sure that your kitchen is stocked um, well for a stay. So let's say you have a, you know, your house um, is listed for four, you know, it really services four guests, then you should have eight of everything, just double everything so that they're not doing dishes all day long. So, you know, things like that, that just make for a great stay. You know, you know, it, it, I bring it up on the show sometimes, but like uh, we like to go to South Padre Island, right? Mm -hmm. And that's one of our favorite spots, you know, here in Texas. And I grew up, you know, my family from South Texas and all that. So anyways, but I, to see the transition from how it old school rentals used to be, as in condos on the beach or whatever, where they didn't supply a damn thing. You know, you're lucky if you got a coffee maker, but if you did, there sure as hell weren't going to be no filters. There wasn't going to be any coffee for you. Uh, you might get one one roll of toilet paper or, or just to start, start off. If that, they might tell you, hey, go buy your toilet paper, go buy your paper towels. I mean, you didn't have nothing. And so it's funny. It took it a while for those old school ones. And probably there's still some holdouts that aren't providing anything. But I remember like, like you know, getting used to the Airbnb experience when people are started to provide you with things and like this is really cool and then going to written at a, a really nice place in, in padre and they're still still doing it the old school way where i i wake up in the morning what there's no filters there's no there's nothing i could eat ah nothing worse than waking up all groggy and not being able to make a cup of coffee it is the worst i think coffee <laughs> is critical thanks for bringing that up i agree um you know i think that i i tell some of my clients you know think about going to the motel eight like just basic, basic, you know, hotels, right. Or hotels, they have co a coffee maker. They probably have a Keurig or some version of a Keurig, you know, little case suite. Um, they've got shampoo, they have conditioner, they've got towels and sheets on the bed. You know, they're not, you're not like renting sheets to go there. So we need to at least be providing what the most basic hotels provide guests. Um, and then I'm really trying to elevate, like I want to elevate everyone away from microfiber sheets. I don't know why so many people still use microfiber sheets. It bothers me so much. They're just, they, they do not breathe well. Um, and they do not lead to a good guest experience. And you can get a great cotton poly blend sheet for the same price that you're probably buying those microfiber sheets for. And they'll last a lot longer. What are those so, called? Poly, what are they called? They're um, cotton poly, so they're cotton polyester blend. So usually they're like 60% cotton, 40% polyester. So they provide the durability that polyester does and, and they provide the wrinkle resistance, but at least you've got the breathability of the cotton, right? So that your guests don't just sweat all night long. I was just staying in a rental um, in DC. It was a gorgeous rental and they're a big rental company. I keep meaning to write them, but the sheets had polyester, you know, they, they were, they were microfiber sheets. And literally my whole family, my parents were there too. They were like, we just sweat all night long because they just don't <laughs> breathe. So I'm trying to really, you know, and, and then going back to the Motel 8 experience, right? Those motels don't don't provide micro, they have a cotton poly blend, right? So I don't know why, you know, we we do microfiber in this industry, but wow. trying to get people to, to at least consider um, a blend. That is that is great advice. That is great advice. I'm gonna save this, of course. Well, save every episode, but I'm gonna send I'm gonna send this clips from this episode 
It's my potential clients. This is going to yes. be easy for me. You know, yes. you're going to help me <laughs> land clients. Thank you so much, Ashley, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. What about like comforters? What do you do with the comforters or do you do quilts? So what do you, what's the, your suggestion? So we, we do both. Um, You know, we do do comforters and you have the duvet covers. We like the duvet covers because you can throw those in the wash. You don't have to wash the comforters every single time. And then we've got great quilts that are um, machine washable, quick dry, so it really depends. I think the comforters do not quite nice in like colder locations where you just need that extra warmth um, versus a lot of our, um, you know, Southern locations, beach beach locations use the uh, quilts. Um, but, it, you know, with the quilts, I think everyone, you know, one thing I see a lot is a lot of colored quilts. And I think everyone should move to white bedding. I think it's just, it's a much cleaner look. Um, it speaks to the cleanliness when the guests are staying there. Um, I think they get a little worried when they see like colored anything, <laughs> colored towels, you know, just in terms of the cleanliness. So, um, you know, I think there is an importance to moving to all white uh, and you can bleach everything. Yeah. Bleach the yeah. hell out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, funny you should say about the the, the colors. Um, so at this place we went to and, uh, and the last trip we did was Puerto Vallarta, you know, mm -hmm. and I will say it's beautiful, but don't go in the summer. It's like a million degrees and humid. It's it's brutal um <laughs> but in the in the when it's the high season it, i mean it's good i guess october through april whatever um anyways about enough about that <laughs> there was a they had a black toilet a black toilet and that oh, wow. just, yeah that's just the weirdest thing ever and i'm like i don't know how i feel about that because you can't you know you know just like you said with the white sheets or with the if you put black sheets on a bed you're like wait a minute you know exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah so right you do want to rip uh yeah hotels i mean they do that they do white sheets I mean, mm -hmm. white white everything right yeah and i thought there was a movement going to, away from that you know uh, we've had guests on the show that, that say no don't you know do colors and don't do right. white anymore but i guess you know you're the expert in Haven's coming back with the all white recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it really, you know, they've done a ton of guest surveys on color versus white and consistently guests would look for, they just associate white bedding, white towels with cleanliness and color can weird people out at times. So, um, you know, I think it's most important to listen to the guests and what they want and uh, white, white wins every time. Mm, or maybe like a light, light, light beige. Yeah, any light colors, exactly exactly yeah it doesn't need to be you know white white um but yeah tan light tan or beige what what are some things okay let's get to towels before i get there <laughs> uh, what kind what kind of towels are, are good to have at your at your units yeah so again it's white um we do um a lot of towels in bulk uh, that have some polyester blend to it just for the durability perspective but most of them are cotton um, mostly cotton, some are like 90% cotton, 10% poly, but, um, you know, again, I think it's sticking to all white. It's finding the hospitality grade ones that have special stitching, double stitching that just make it, you know, they just won't fray like, uh, those towels that you find, you know, in Target or Walmart. Um, so I think it's just sticking to the hospitality, hospitality grade where the construction can withstand the wear and tear of the commercial laundry machines. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I, I, we, we helped set up a, a place for, this is a long time ago, um, for a friend and, and in Houston, and we have a friend in Houston that helped actually set it up and stock it and all that. And she, and, and my friend Marty, shout out to Marty. Well, she, she bought high quality towels, right? 
uh, the thing is, I guess straight from the rack, set up the Airbnb, set up, you know, and um, I guess the first wash, they got all, you know, stuff started coming off of them or something. Are you supposed to wash them before you set them up for an Airbnb or you can put brand new ones up? So only if they've said that they've been pre-washed should you put them out. But I definitely would wash them because they're, I know where they're coming from, these factories, and they just need, they need a wash. Um, you know, they still, they've been handled, you know, and been folded by sometimes humans and they've been in, you know, a plastic bag. So definitely I would recommend wash stuff that shouldn't be coming off. That's, that's scary. Um, and I guess the only thing I would say though, to my white rule is a black makeup towel is key. Uh, with your towels. If you make the investment in white towels, black makeup towels will help protect them. Um, and the black makeup towels that we sell are uh, bleach resistant. So you don't have to worry about, you know, bleaching them. They'll, they won't fade. The color won't fade. So um, yeah, we really think that to, to improve the durability, definitely add a black makeup towel to your mix. Is, is it in, damn near impossible to get makeup out of a white towel? No, I mean, you can use bleach. It just depends on what kind of, and sometimes it's the, um, and I'm sorry, I'm not like a facialist, but whatever's in their face cream or whatnot, you know, the chemicals will sometimes, um, you know, can, can ruin, can ruin white towels and towels in general. I know the word. I know the word because for my because because my wife's an esthetician, so I oh, know yeah. I, I know a big word. Oh, we should get your wife down here yeah. to talk about what she recommends. She would be the expert. <laughs> she would be. Yeah, she would steal the show for sure. Yes. But, yeah. So so cool. Um, what are some items like in in that really that people spend a lot of money on? It really don't make a flip a difference in a in a short term rental. Um, I think decor. Like I really? think that you can really. I think. I think with like artwork and whatnot, you can have great artwork that you don't have to spend a lot of money on. You know, some of our vendors, our manufacturers will offer artwork where just some of the, like it will look like it's a painting, but just some of it's painted um, that helps save costs. Um, I think like mirrors and all that kind of stuff, you can find great mirrors for very affordable prices. So I think a lot of the decor you can, you can really, um, not spend there and then I think in the kitchenware you know there's areas where you might want to spend more like the pots and pans so they withstand that wear and tear and you know they you limit all the scratches and whatnot but then there's things like you know whisks and different kitchenware items where you can find really affordable um products that you know just don't break the bank so I definitely there's areas and and we we spell that out in our checklists. Um, but definitely decor, I would not spend a ton of money on. And I think furniture too. I mean, you can find great coffee tables, great sofas, and they don't have to be thousands and thousands of dollars. Hmm. What have you found to be the best areas? To be the the most useless and, thing to put in. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The best areas where you can cut costs. Um, you know, to, like you you mentioned decor, and yeah, you could put some cool artwork for pretty cheap i will say this that if you put it like a, a really nice piece it could really tie the room together you know for sure yeah and and, and there's and i'll and there's this like the place we stayed in puerto it was a bit is a big you know two-bedroom really nice place on the beach um but there was i and i remember scrolling through the the listing and i was just mesmerized by this one painting of a lady just like a like a um uh, like a native looking lady with this flowing 
uh dress thing and they had this just basic colors behind her but i was like i was just like wow it looks so cool and when i got there i was just like appreciating the art so much you know yeah and, and, and so what's what's crazy because yeah you can go really really cheap with it and be okay but then again you don't want to every one of your airbnbs to look like a a wayfair ad you know what i'm saying um definitely there's some really great like we have vendors like wendover art and left bank where you can find amazing pieces right they but they do not break the bank you know they're just they're they're stunning uh, they're showstoppers, but you know, it's not, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to get that, to get that look. So I don't suggest like going to Ikea and getting all your artwork. There's just, there's some great vendors out there where you can find really affordable art that will, that will make a difference and, you know, really pulling the place together. Yeah. Cause I, I was, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, a bit of an artist. I used to do like art shows and stuff like that. So I Very really cool. appreciated, you know, good art. And, yeah. and um, <laughs> I, 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 so I would go to places like um, um, what's it called, Hobby Lobby or stuff yeah. like that to get my supplies. Yeah. And I'd go over to where they have the the furniture art. I called it furniture art, and they'd have the the Roman column thing. You know, everybody had that <laughs> in their freaking house at one point, and and, and just like stuff that mass produced. Um, it really didn't say nothing. You know, I, I, now now now, like you said, you can get a nice piece of art. And you don't have to put it in every single room, but just like one showpiece, right? Yeah. And then you can go and do what you do in the other rooms. Yep. And it sounds like at your rental, that piece was a very lo local piece, right? And so supporting yeah. the local, you know, market with buying from a local artist, I think is an incredible, you know, I, and we talk a lot about uh, creating more sustainable rentals and that goes beyond just buying sustainable products it's you know create you know buying from the locals and and creating more sustainable community around you so um artwork is a great a great way to do that and and i did that you know and uh, at the beginning of it, it's so funny i mean it's with anything because when i started doing airbnbs you know I started with the house i lived in we moved out and moved and bought another house so we oh let's turn it into an airbnb see what happens and I started working with um, a local artist and he started hanging his uh, pieces yeah. up at my house. Very right? cool. And this yep. is the beginning. This is the beginning days of, of, of Airbnb and not super beginning, but, you know, it's, it's six or seven years ago. And and, um, and he, he actually sold a few pieces there at my house. So he was happy. Very cool. I was happy because I got like real artist artwork on the wall. Right. You know, not 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 um, a mass produced thing, a real right. pieces of art. And then and, and the guests loved it also and, and right. uh and so um so i i need to go back to that i just i just you know once the business started growing you don't have time to do things like that but right those, those little touches you know they, they go a long way totally that's um, awesome and, and so what uh, you said you mentioned furniture you sell you do they do sell furniture on mm -hmm. your site yep and so no futons right <laughs> you know you can do futons um it's a great way to yeah add another quote unquote bed. Um, no, I mean, we, you know, we have pull out couches, you know, that turn into sofa beds, um, coffee tables. We've got a lot of outdoor, a lot of great outdoor. Um, you know, we, we do it all, but I think, you know, we're very focused on sort of creating a more standard experience around, you know, the things, the high touch, the high touch things like the bed, the bath and the kitchen. So you can, you can outfit your entire rental on in Haven. Um, but we also want to keep, you know, the rentals feeling unique and not standard in that respect mm. yeah the um i used to you know like i said early on uh 
that was what we put the the mid-century modern futon was always in there right yeah yeah and and they don't last very long the wayfair ones unfortunately because <laughs> you know people don't know how to put them and they're gonna eh, right 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 things start falling off of them um so i i really enjoy a nice sofa when i i'm like oh just because you're gonna spend a lot of time on the sofa right yeah on vacation whatever so totally, a nice yeah you know, pay a little bit more money for a decent sofa. Don't I agree. One $99 special at Wayfair. Don't do that. Yeah. It's the worst when you sit <laughs> on those like hard sofas and the depth isn't right. And the, the arms just hurt like sitting there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that, so like, I, I definitely agree. The comfort. And like you said, important. it's important to stay at your own places. Cause once exactly. I started going and touring these and I started like, you know, doing some being there for a day doing minor maintenance or whatever I was doing, I'd, I'd sit down on the futon and be like, Oh my god, I'm putting my guests on this thing. Oh my, you know, I felt bad yeah. about it. I felt bad about it, but yeah, going back to that rental I just was in two weekends ago in DC, there was in all the bedrooms, there was like no dresser, right? They had the closets, but like there was nowhere to like set things down, even in the bathroom. So like everything was just on the floor if it wasn't hung up in the closet. So it was just, you know, and I think if that owner or that manager would have stayed there they would have recognized that they needed more just places to put things um for guests to set them down so i think it's really important to stay in in, in your listings the dresser is super important um i i do use them you know especially you're traveling with four kids you got to put all their stuff somewhere right right yeah <laughs> just to like put the diapers somewhere or like you know i guess those can go on the floor but there's other things i just wanted to be able to put on a table <laughs> right 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 and like you like the what are they called luggage rack thing the luggage, the luggage racks yep yep okay um one thing i, I want to mention and, and um i don't know if you have these on your site but here, here's the thing i'll go into the history of this right so yep. so <laughs> back in the day um uh, people you put china cabinets really fancy china cabinets in their houses right and they put the dishes that you never supposed to use in there or whatever they put in there right and um <laughs> anyways uh long story short when i got my first house and my mom was downsized into something like an apartment or whatever she's like she had two of these things and she's like well i don't want to throw them away they're really worth a lot of money and i'm like what am i gonna do with the china cabinet you know i don't, I don't our generation yeah. never really you know did the china cabinet thing and so of course i made it to a liquor cabinet for me you know whatever and, and um but when i went and, and i you know after i moved out of that house i really i kind of got rid of them i didn't say man I'm, you know our generation don't use that but when i went to to bring a puerto vallarta up again they had a nice it didn't look like the the grandma's china cabinet it's just a nice cabinet you know glass right you know doors and they had all the plates the that they and all the cups and all the coffee cups and the wine glass had it all right there and i was like holy crap we can really use these in a short-term rental because instead of putting it in the shit in the cabinets right. where the cleaners aren't going to really you know look too often or, or clean often yeah. enough or find things it might be some missing plates it might be you have it all right there in one spot i was like man this would be perfect for short-term rentals it's great extra storage especially for people you know that have space constraints i totally agree I'm bringing yeah. the China cabinet back to our generation. I think you should. There's a there's a company <laughs> that we've been working with that has, I mean, I guess they they find really cool local antiques and then they mix that with, you know, a mixture of, of you know, stuff they find on Inhaven or other sites. So, um, but it just, it really brings um, some uniqueness and they have like a story. Each rental has a story to tell. So, yeah, I think it's a great. I don't, I mean, China cabinets are, you know, can, can seem old and dodgy, but yeah, if you find the right one, I think it's just a cool piece to have in your rental and it adds for extra storage. 
It's a cool piece. Adds extra storage, and and you keep everything in one spot where it's easy to inventory. You know, send me a snapshot of that. It's done. We'll have to go open all the cabinets, look for different things, and this and that. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, bringing it back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They mentioned traveling with four kids. Now, when I started, when when people started saying, "Oh, we're going to turn these beach houses into into Airbnbs," um. So families, you know, travel to the beach, travel wherever, and they have little kids. And what I noticed, the the people would, that weren't very good at designing a place didn't even think about the kids. They had little knickknacks all over the place that my little, you know, two-year-old, three-year-old would love to go grab and go break or right, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> like, why are you putting, you know, why are you putting these things, you know? And so I'd have to gather up all that crap and put it above the fridge or something where they couldn't get to it. But they think, yeah. they go, oh, this is pretty decor. No, 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 no. What do you, what do you, how do you talk towards that? Yeah. I mean, I think showing up at a place that has a high chair that has a pack and play or a crib or some, some way where you can put the, you know, where we don't have to carry all that stuff with us. Um, even, you know, that has some toys like Legos or something larger that they can play with, um, is a huge win. And I really love, um, my two-year-old now is fine on stairs, but when she was younger, showing up at places that had the gates in front of the stairs, you know, just, we would have to typically stack like a bunch of chairs in front of, you know, the stairwell to keep her from going down there. But, you know, it just creates for a, a, a you know, a stress-free vacation. And I think it's really thoughtful and it goes to, um, really improving that guest experience and getting that five-star review. Yeah, you got to look at it from all angles, right? Especially yep. at the parent angle. So uh, I'm glad hosts are finally waking up to that, you know, get rid of those little knickknacks you put everywhere. Um, and glass um, coffee tables that have the sharp edges. Yeah, don't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I, I, we've stayed in some rentals like that. And just like, you just see the ER. <laughs> 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 You're like, how long is it going to take for them to crack their head open on that? Oh, <laughs> Awful. Yeah. They used to make these houses out of glass. Everything. I remember the coffee, you know, even the dining tables were all glass back in the day. Right. 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 Yep. Now I yeah. just cringe at that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. We were actually just in a rental in uh, Toronto as well, a few weeks or maybe a month ago. And it was all glass. And I, to your point, it was like, this is awful for kids. And I should have paid more attention to the pictures when we were booking, but we had a very specific spot we had to be at. And yeah, so we just booked very quickly. It's awful for kids, but it's, it's. I mean, even for the hosts, you know, it's, it's a liability. They could really Total get- Total liability, yeah. yeah. If a kid gets hurt at the place, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yeah. They're going to get their asses sued. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how did, how did, uh, so this is your business. This is, you created this business? Yep, yep. Okay. And when did, when did you create it? So we launched officially last September. So it's almost been a year. Um, and, but it took over a year to build mm -hmm. because the back end we have all the, um, API connections to our suppliers. So we have, you know, inventory, uh, we're getting inventory feeds in some cases, every 20 minutes, we're able to, um, send orders directly to them to create a really seamless guest or customer experience on the site. So, Yes, it took a long time with all the API feeds that we built um, into the site. So it's a really sophisticated backend, which you know really leads to a great um, guest or customer experience on the front end. Okay, so running a business is pretty easy, right? It's very easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's absolutely insane. <laughs> it's simple, right? It's simple. Um... <laughs> yeah, the to do list is not long, and <laughs> this is the first business you ran. 
first, this is on my own that I've run on my own. Um, you know, when I was, I, we haven't really talked about this, but I was with Tiffany and company for many, many years. And I went out to Asia, um, to Hong Kong, lived there for five years with them and ran Asia merchandising. And being in that office, you know, we were a team of 12 and we were running over a $2 billion business. So, you know, it was really entrepreneurial. Um, and the corporate headquarters had given us a lot of leeway to make decisions uh, for that business over there. And then um, the company store with the Home Depot, I mean, we were, when I joined there, we was only, it was a 50 person team and basically backed financially by the Home Depot. So it was super entrepreneurial as well. So I've always had this entrepreneurial bug in me. Um, but yeah, so this is the first one um, I've run. And, you know, I think we're really here, Inhaven is here for small businesses, right? We're creating simple solutions that will help these small business owners save a lot of time, um, which is their most valuable resource. And I think, you know, you and I both being small business owners, or maybe you're much larger than me, um, you know, you understand how many things you have to deal with on a daily basis. And I, when I think about like a property manager or host, and I think, okay, they're doing revenue management, they're doing, um, you know, guest communications, maintenance, all this stuff. The last thing they should be doing is like, you know, the Amazon search for, you know, X item and trying to read through all the reviews and stuff. So we're just really developing a lot of solutions for them that just help them save significant time and and money at the end of the day. Yeah. It's all wholesale. That's awesome. And, and, and it's so, man, it takes, you know, like you said, um, you try to make things easier for them, you know, and, and that's what, and that's what I was trying to do by making this checklist. Plus I'm making this list of, uh, let's just say the devices, you, you know, smart devices, you got to order. Sure. And I'm yeah. like, okay, like you mentioned Amazon, I, I said, so I took it a step further and I, and I provided links, you know, with every single product that I was suggesting to them, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so, um, like, I want to make this is, is, uh, easy for them. Uh, to digest and, and to get started because that's the thing when we do get a client and they say okay what's next that's a big question right and so so i'm trying to put everything consolidate everything in one spot kind of like like you're doing you know like you like you did and, and just make it easy for them to go open this you know i send them a welcome email and it has all the everything checklist videos and it has pdfs to download all you know making it easy for them as possible because a lot of these people is their first airbnb and they don't know what they don't know. And we've we've made all, every mistake along the way. But um, just the the act of creating a, a process and a system is so tedious, right? Because as soon as you start it, you're like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do this. But it'll save you so much time in the future. Yeah. And now you have to maintain it, right? And so, yeah, you need to move everything over to Inhaven. We'll maintain it all for you. And... <laughs> Nice. And um, yeah, get you some hospitality grade stuff that you just don't find on Amazon. Sounds like you're going to be a sponsor on our show. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Host CPO keeps calling. I don't know. I don't know. Highest bidder. You'll have to um, try both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, he came on our show a long time ago. The Host CPO guy. For, I, I forgot his name, but a long, many, Jeff, many episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Some, mm -hmm. His last name is unique. I do. I don't know. Anyways, Jeff. Yeah. What's up, Jeff? Um, real quick, I, you know, I'll go back to you worked for Tiffany and Co. And and it's so yeah. funny. It's so funny. You know, most I would say most people aren't uh, don't most the naked eye couldn't tell, uh, you know, a stone from another stone or whatever. 
but that's not what Tiffany's selling. They're selling the box. They're selling the experience. They're selling the name, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's so cool because you want to, you know, you talked about you talked about brand, you know, forming a, a brand in your in your bio, right? And so talk to me about uh, the power of a strong brand. Yeah. So um, when I was at Tiffany, I was responsible for the brand presentation in the stores. So creating a more a, a consistent experience. So whether a customer's in Xi'an, China or Sydney, Australia, right? What are they walking into? What's the feel? What's the, you know, how's, how's the store laid out and all that kind of stuff. So that was my responsibility of kind of standardizing that experience to make sure that no matter where you are as a customer, you're having a great experience. And that's what Tiffany does so well is they have really, I mean, just made for an incredible guest experience and a very welcoming guest experience, no, no, no matter where you are. Um, and that has really, um, you know, that was very inspirational as I was creating In Haven and sort of saying, look, vacation rentals, it's a great, amazing industry, but we need a more consistent experience. We don't, we want people to say, people really proud about booking these days, right? And knowing what they're walking into and, uh, similar to hotel, but obviously with the look and feel of a vacation rental. So, you know, being able to roll out brand standards for Tiffany and company was, you know, instrumental in me thinking about how do I roll out these checklists and these sort of standards for brands for the vacation rental industry and how do mm. I communicate them? So I'm definitely, you know, not selling jewelry, uh, not selling diamonds, but, um, you know, I'm taking a lot of that experience, um, with me to, uh, create in Haven. Mm. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, as soon as you hear the word Tiffany, you know, you're like, oh, you think of that little box and you think yeah. of the stores and everything. The stores just... and it's all. And, you know, when the, when you talk to the the um, sales professionals or in the stores are incredible. And it's just the, the experience from the moment you get welcomed into the store and the store and the stories that they tell you. I mean, there's just great storytelling. And I think that there's so much we can take from a great brand like Tiffany and apply them to the great brands of the vacation rental space as well. Yeah, because you can buy a diamond ring anywhere, but a Tiffany diamond ring. Right. That's, that's it's like, different. how do you, as a host, how do you make your guests feel? As a property manager, how do you make your guests feel? And how do you just create a great experience for them? Hmm. And we, and we want to be a part of that. So. And and you don't feel that at Walmart when you're buying a diamond ring there. No, no. And you know what? You don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You know what? And I hope you do get on In Haven and shop because I think you'll feel the experience. You know, we are not, you'll get so much better customer service and, and experience and and consulting than you would in any sort of online retail space. And, you know, that's why our our customers keep coming back day after day to us is they just really appreciate the service we're providing, um, the level of expertise that we provide. Um, and we just want, you know, we're in the hospitality business and we want to provide a great experience to our customers as they want to provide great experiences to their guests. Now, now if I if I call the number, uh, y'all's phone number, is a real human answer? There's a real human behind it. Yep. <laughs> Email anyone. Yep. You'll get real humans. Oh. Yes. Cool. And that that orders late or you need to know logistics, you'll get a human behind that. So, you know, we are we are in this with you. Um and we want to deliver. So no, no, speaking of late, are are there still like um hiccups in the whole shipping process that was that that was caused by, you know, COVID and all that? You know, it's getting much better. The supply chains really improved significantly. Um, furniture, there's still issues there, but for the most part, everyone's back to pre-COVID days. Uh, we're hoping UPS doesn't strike oh, I heard <laughs> in about that. a week. That would really suck. Um, so yes, as long as there's a deal there, um, it's actually the CEO's next Home Depot 
person. Uh, so hoping she's able to strike a deal um, with the Teamsters Union. Um, but yeah, that could really mess things up, not, you know, across the board. Um, but other than that, you know, things are pretty much back to normal, um, you know, and we're constantly just in touch with our manufacturers. That's what, you know, these relationships are so important to be in touch with them, to know when things are moving out of stock, what our alternative suggestions are, you know, that we're constantly working on that on a daily basis on our site to make sure that, you know, the checklists are all, you know, uh, have inventory and are ready to ship. Sweet. Could I put a whole, um, uh, let's say a whole, yeah, a whole Airbnb together just from your site. Yeah. And we've done a lot of um, whole homes uh, just from our site. So yeah, yeah. Usually and like, um, mm -hmm. go ahead. Airbnb in a box kind of thing. Airbnb in a box. Yep. <laughs> you can do it. Um, yeah, we've it's been really fun doing uh, whole homes with some of our customers. And so, oh, so you work with them to to design everything. Yeah. So we work with them. We'll, um, you know, we don't have an in in. Um, an in-house design team, but we work with designers to design the properties. Some of them are easy where you don't need necessarily a designer, um, but we do have design partners, uh, interior designers that we work with as well no, to help that, lay out the whole home. Does that cost extra if I say, hey, I want you to help me design this? Nope. Really? Yeah, extra. Yep. Holy crap. That's a game changer. Yep. Mm -hmm. I stumbled on a game changer there because I'm going to use you all <laughs> for real. Great. I really hope so. And hey. we've got an awesome design team. That we work with so sweet um so so let's just say uh one bedroom 500 square foot place uh how much would if i went just did everything from your site you know help me design it and, and furnish it fully all the all the towels all the sheets everything how much you think y'all could do one of those for i mean definitely under ten thousand. nice probably i mean it you know we we talk a lot about this with customers you know this kitchen is a kitchen, whether it's a 5,000 square foot place or a 500, right? You've got to like outfit the kitchen. But um, yeah, we've been able to do, I think we just did a home that was about 2,500 square feet for about $11,000. What? Yeah. Are you so, serious? Yep. Well, it's furniture, everything. Furniture. Uh, we don't count electronics in there, like TVs and whatnot, but most of the home was done with us. Okay. Yeah. $11,000 for a, a yeah. 2,500 square foot house. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're going to, you're going to get a bunch of phone calls now. I guarantee <laughs> you because I probably spent more than that, you know, filling a place with Walmart stuff. So, yep. <laughs> so, so that is cool. That is cool. Yeah. I'm definitely going to, I'm going straight to the site as soon as we. Yeah, this, please do. Get off this pesky call. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cool. What are what are some, okay? Uh, just real quick before we before we get off this, um, what are some um Ashley design hacks that really that you know like you know hacks I don't know hacks tips whatever uh but you know you gave a few already but like some really cool tips that would really make your place stand out and not break the bank. Yeah. So definitely, um, fully stock kitchen I think is important and it won't break the bank if you're buying the right stuff. Um, and now I think by fully sure stocked, by fully stocked, what what all goes into a fully stocked kitchen? So you know your cookware, your bakeware, your kitchen utensils, dinnerware, wine glasses, drinking glasses, all that kind of stuff. So you can get that whole list on inhaven.com, um, and we have great products that won't break the bank at all. Um, but we'll make for you know you just want to make sure your guests can cook a meal, and that's why I started in Haven. Is literally I would drop off my stuff. 
and not there would not be a pan to make breakfast the next morning. So, um, you know, just making sure that that the kitchen's fully stocked. I think a great sleep experience will go a very far way. Um, you know, having the right pillows, having the right mattress makes for a great experience. Um, and then of course, cleanliness, like no one wants to see spider webs and, um, (laughs) and cockroaches in your place. So, um, you know, I do think sleep and eating is, is really important. Mm, Very, very good. So the Mm -hmm. kitchen, uh, yeah, a lot of us neglect the kitchen, get that cheap, you know, set at Walmart, you know, just to have Mm -hmm. every all in one box for like 50 bucks. But Mm -hmm. I think, I think, yeah. Okay. Real quick. What about, um, so do you need a blender? Do you need a, a waffle maker? Do you need what, not what? a waffle maker, but definitely a blender, a toaster, a coffee maker. Um, those are really important. Like a toaster you put on top or like a toaster oven? Um, we sell a lot of the, well, we sell both, but just the toaster, you know, two slice toaster oven, um, that you put on top is, is sufficient. Um, tea yeah. kettle, electric tea, tea kettle. kettle. Yes. That is a must. Yeah. I, like I know. Tea, yep. As you, as you can yeah. See. Something that can really heat up the water very quickly is very important. So electric tea kettle, um, that's one of our best sellers in the kitchen. Mm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, way going way back to like this way back 15 years or so ago, uh, I, was, I was going to England and when I first saw these. I, I don't know what it was. They're like, oh, hold on. I'll put on some tea. And it, the plastic thing, and they put it on the thing and push the button down. And like a few seconds later, it was boiled water. Like, what the hell is that? You know, we were still, it took us a while. It, they weren't even at, they weren't anywhere here. I mean, I guess you had to special order them back then, but then now they're everywhere. Now they're like a, a thing. I was like, that, right. that is, they were so, they're so crazy about tea over there that they had to have something like that, you know? And, and then finally we got it, but we had the, we had the old school one you set on a, a stove or something, you know, and it's whistle which i wouldn't recommend those um yeah <laughs> i like the electric ones um yeah. what about a rice maker Is that uh, no true? but i mean those are definitely it's not on our like you must have list but we do um sell a bunch of rice cookers i think you know just people are more coming more and more international one of the things that i think will come back is chinese tourism and more asian tourism that sort of left with covid um and i think that the like things like rice cookers will become you know more and more important I'm married to an, an Asian male and um, I think we have rice every day. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think it's, it's really important to accommodate for different types of diets. Oh, nice. Nice. Good, so, good point. And I would say that coffee maker should be automatic shutoff. You don't want to deal with any um, fires. Um, I was just on the phone with Keurig today or one of our distributors. And, uh, um, you know, we talked about, we were bringing on their hospitality grade, uh, coffee machines or brewers. And one of the big differences between what you can buy at Walmart versus, you know, the hospitality section is the automatic shutoff. And they've, um, you know, had a lot of hotels switch to their hospitality grade machines because they've had fires with guests forgetting to turn off the uh, coffee machine. So it's really important. I've, have you had Justin Ford from Breezeway on yet to talk all safety? Uh, you know, I was, I'll say, I haven't had him on yet. But um, my, my partner in the business, Federico, he got Breezeway certified. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so, great. So he knows. Yeah. About so you guys that. can talk through safety stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then like I thought of it earlier when we we're talking about leaving pack and plays and stuff for kids. And yeah. And apparently to the Breezeway folks, that's very dangerous because oh, previous previous guests could have broken the pack and play. Oh, and then the next so just parents the could go in okay. there and yeah, it could get hurt and then it could be 
there were so many things i'm like we are, what you got to leave them something you know but i like, know oh, have them have them rent them or have them blah 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 like oh crap anyway so you, you learn something new every day totally i didn't think about that yeah hmm. even high chairs can be dangerous everything's dangerous. yeah everything can be dangerous i know <laughs> Everything's a liability at the end of the day. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's for real. Yeah. Have some good insurance. Um, yes. Well, this has been a great, great show. Uh, thank you so much for hopping on. And I'm I'm still, you know, that's it's, it's magical to me to bring one of these Airbnbs to life and to see one done well and to see, see it, you know, with the high end, you know, nice quality stuff. It just makes you feel good. It makes your stay. And, and it's it's it sucks. Like you mentioned your friend, you know, her 50th. And and having such a bad experience, and it just oh it sticks with you. And I had a kind of a bad experience, you know, on a recent vacation. And I'm like, I didn't come back refreshed. I come back, eh, icky. You know what I'm saying? And you want a vacation to to refresh you, you know, and feel good, and and then and then come back, and then you can go back to the forty hour grind for most people, right? Exactly. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you only have to work hundred hours a week. So. It's a- <laughs> right what time is it right now for us yeah it's time to get back to work um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at 8 30 at night yeah i'm gonna hop on there you're gonna make like a, a special live let thrive uh link or something why don't we, yeah why don't we do that we'll make a special link and actually if you want to um use thrive as a promo code at checkout you can save 50 dollars off your first order nice that's awesome so I can order a $50 coffee maker and, for, and I get it for free. You'll have to pay shipping, unfortunately. <laughs> but yes. 1999 shipping. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. You hear that, folks? Go to her site, inhaven.com. Yep. And sign up. And sign and up. And then you can use the promo code Thrive at checkout and get $50 off your first purchase. Um, and you can find us at Inhaven Stay on Instagram and Facebook. Inhaven, um, our, our handle on LinkedIn is just Inhaven. Um, and you can always reach out to me, Ashley at Inhaven.com. Um, if you'd like to discuss what we do and how we can, you know, help you save lots of time and money. Cool. I have that all in the show notes for them. And cool. um, thank you for hopping on. I'm going straight to the website. Right? I'm not even I'm not even lying just for the show, you know, so I do that sometimes. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, I'm going straight to <laughs> Haven. I'm going to look what you awesome. got. I got a few Airbnbs in the works. So I mean, hey, yep. one, one, everybody loves one stop shopping. You know, yep. um, you know, we're, we're, we're humans are pretty lazy. So they well, one place. We're happy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> well, thank That's you so awesome. much, Ashley. Thank take, you. Thanks. Take Steven. care. And we will talk to you again soon. All right. Take care. Have a nice night. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.